Welcome to Hockey Night in Columbus. Presented by Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. A special hello to our fans at Nationwide Arena. Live from Nationwide Arena, your Columbus Blue Jackets are getting set for round one of the 2021 National Hockey League Draft. Adding new players who will be hungry and relentless in their pursuit of Lord Stanley's Cup. Columbus Blue Jackets are proud to select. Here's our roster for tonight. Jeff Rimmer, Jody Shelley, and Jean-Luc Grandpierre from Valley Sports Ohio with insight and analysis. Current Blue Jackets players Cam Atkinson, Jack Roslovic, and Oliver Bjorkstrand with their inside the dressing room perspective. Now, here are your hosts for Hockey Night in Columbus. NHL streamer and YouTube star Nasher, along with the radio voice of your Columbus Blue Jackets, Bob McGalligan on 97.1, The Fan. And welcome to Nationwide Arena. Tonight, it is Hockey Night in Columbus as your Columbus Blue Jackets get ready for the 2021 NHL Draft. I'm Bob McElligot, and to those of you that are here at Nationwide Arena, I got two words for you. Welcome back. It has been a long time since we've been able to uh, gather and get together like this, so it's great to see each and every one of you. We've got a huge show for you tonight. We've got some news right off the top we're going to get to in a few minutes, but first of all, I want to bring in my co-host for tonight's festivities. Those of you that uh, do NHL gaming, you've seen him on Twitch. He is an NHL streamer. He is also a YouTube star. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Nasher to the stage. How's it going? What a pleasure it is here. This building absolutely buzzing. We saw the lines outside. This place is magical right now. There's an energy in the air. There's some madness that's going on behind the scenes. You guys obviously might have heard what went down, but we're here to have a good time. We're here to have a good show. This will be a fun one here. Yeah, so this is your debut. This is kind of like, like out in the open. Now, just a couple of days ago, I saw you on Twitch calling a, a video game where mascots were playing. So this is quite the upgrade, isn't it? It is, yeah. I'm used to calling games in my basement with an audience of zero. Uh, being here in front of this live audience, obviously a bit nerve-wracking, but we're going to make the most of this opportunity and have some fun. All right, now I, I want to ask you something right off the top here. You go by Nasher. Yep. Obviously, you've talked to Rick Nash about that at some point in your life, have you not? Uh, I have unfortunately not. I met him at the zoo when I was, you know, eight years old. I uh, have not had the chance to confront him about our name change here. I thought about changing my name from Nasher at some point. Then I was too far in, and it has stuck ever since. You're kind of in too deep. Exactly. You've never talked to him about it. I have not. Do you think that Nasher should talk to Rick Nash about this situation right here, right now, live on this stage? Oh, no. We're Ladies and gentlemen, this. let's bring him in. Rick Nash. Oh, boy. How are we doing? Good to meet you. Well, Rick, thank you for taking some time. And uh, I just wanted to get this confrontation over with right away. Get right to it here. Yeah, I feel like I'm the second Nasher now, and this is the this is the real Nasher here. I will say I have been getting some tweets of people that think I'm you, and I always kindly respond to them. I say, 
you know, this, this guy, he's a bit of a bigger deal than I am, Rick Nash. But uh, it's, it's a pleasure to share your name, and I think of all people to look up to and to share a name with, uh, I think you're one of the best. So. Well, I appreciate that, and I think you've done a great job, and, and you're working for both of us because I'm not really on social media, so it works perfect. <laughs> there we go. Now, for those of you that haven't followed all of the off-season transactions, Rick is now the Blue Jackets Director of Player Development. He's been in the front office with Yarmo Kekalainen for the last couple of years. And um, so this is, tonight is a big night because where this franchise is, Rick, and some of the players are going to be drafted, draft and development is going to be extremely important here. Yeah, this is a huge time for our organization. Um, obviously, Chris Clark has, has done a tremendous job in, in getting these uh, these athletes to become uh, professional players. And I, I think now, um, you know, we, we hired Derek Dorsett and Mark Latestu, and um, it, it's going to be fun. We, we know it's, it's a big time. We got, obviously, a lot of picks coming up, and we're going to try to uh, give these guys all the tools to become uh, great Blue Jacket players. All right, speaking of a lot of picks, I've got to ask you, on social media, it's being reported that Seth Jones has been dealt to the Chicago Blackhawks. Can you tell us anything about that? Um, yeah, I, I don't know if it's uh, official and, and uh, you know, calls went through. So um, that's all I can say about that right now. And, and I'm sure we'll wait and, and hear what happens as the uh, as time goes on. All right. Well, uh, of course, this was something, unfortunately, that we've known about for quite some time that this could happen, especially today. But, Rick, let me ask you about the just the, the feeling in the front office and, and where this franchise is going, uh, I think despite this situation, it's now kind of a moving forward and moving on and, uh, and going, you know, going ahead and, and building this thing back up. Am I right? Yeah, it is. You know, we, we got some, some good pieces, and, and I think tonight we can, we can add some good pieces too. It's an exciting time uh, around the organization, and, and there's going to be a lot of fresh faces, but at the... Uh, at the same time, we want, we want to bring it uh, you know, back to playoff hockey, and not only playoff hockey, but really compete for that Stanley Cup. Nasher, that's weird just saying that, right? Uh, what, are you, what are your feelings, Sue? Because now, here you are. You're, you're an outsider. You're, you're kind of an NHL insider, but you're an outsider. You're a fan, too. What do you think? Yeah, today's a big day. Obviously, a lot of these names on the list, we know uh, whoever we're going to be getting here, especially with this fifth pick, they're going to be a good player. They're going to be you know, in the organization instantly making an impact. Um, I wanted to ask you kind of what is your role once a player is drafted, they come to you, and um, what do you kind of help them with along the way? Yeah, so I think we're, we're going to try to give the players the, uh, the best tools, the best roadmap, the best avenue to, to become a professional player. Um, you know, I, we have a team behind us. We obviously have Chris, Chris Clark that's done it for a while. But, um, you know, with, with me, Mark, and, and Derek, and uh, Yarko working over in Finland, we all kind of had different experiences and, and different routes to the, to the NHL. So we're going to hope to build a relationship with the player, kind of explain to him what, what we think his, uh, his best roadmap is to the NHL, and hopefully we can help him do that. And, and these players that we're going to pick tonight can be uh, longtime Blue Jackets. I didn't think about this until you just said this. Okay, Yarko Rutu, he was kind of a dirty, hard-to-play-against forward when he was in the league. Derek Dorson, we all know how hard Dorse was to play against in the National Hockey League. Mark Letestu, the versatile guy, he can do a lot of things. And then you, of course, a superstar in this league. I think you guys have it covered. Well, yeah, I mean, me and Nasher here had an easy route, I guess you could say, to the uh, <laughs> He took to less hits. Top. Fair enough, but... Um, <laughs> You know what, that's why when we were trying to kind of build a, a, a development team and, and use kind of all the assets around us, we wanted uh, 
different guys with different situations and different avenues to the NHL, and I think we covered that. Yeah, I think it's covered too. So, uh, you know, again, fans' perspective, you got to be excited about seeing these guys coming back to the organization, right? Oh, 100%, yeah. Obviously, having a guy like Rick Nash here, like this, this is the dream, having you back in town, um, you know, representing the city of Columbus well. That's what you do best. So, yeah, glad to have you here, of course. Well, I'm glad we could get all of this out in the open, finally, <laughs> after all this time. And maybe 10 years from now, we'll see who made the most money off the name. Who knows? <laughs> I know who I'm putting my money on. <laughs> Rick, hey, thank you. Thank me, you very much. Let Appreciate me know it. if you ever want to make a YouTube video. Awesome. <laughs> I'm here for you. We'll do that. Rick Nash, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Director of play development for the Blue Jackets. He's going to go back to work because there is uh, plenty. there are plenty of things that are going on back there inside the war room. All right, we've got a big cast here tonight. And right now we're going to send it over to uh, some of our insiders to get you up to date on what's going on. From Valley Sports, Ohio, please welcome Jeff Rimmer, Jody Shelley, and Jean-Luc Rampierre. Well, boys, it's not official yet, but uh, it's almost. And uh, what we're hearing here, Jody Shelley and Jean-Luc Rampierre, is that, uh, as Rick Nash just indicated, we have Seth Jones, now a Chicago Blackhawk, and immediately signs a seven-year extension to the year that he has remaining on his current contract with now his former team, the Blue Jackets, $9.5 million AVV. Woo. What do the Blue Jackets get in return? They get Boquist, the defenseman, and two first-round picks. Seth Jones and the Jackets' third first-round pick, Tampa's pick for David Savard, is going the other way. And the Jackets get two first-round picks. One of them, I am told, is conditional. Well, that's a great return. Uh, you know, yeah. Adam Bolfquist, yeah. we've seen him for about two years now. But, you know, young 20-year-old, uh, very agile defenseman, right-hand shooter as well. So that's really exciting. Jody? I don't think my, is my mic working. Mic's not working. I'll try this. Hang on here as we switch micro. There you go. Yes, thankfully. <laughs> hello, hello. In my headset. Rimmer. Ah, you guys hear Jody now? There, we hear you. <laughs> my partner's in charge of electronics. No, I'm not. No, I have nothing to <laughs> do with it. <laughs> it's you're just so, sitting here in front of me. You're so excited about the trade. And, and yeah, I mean, there's been speculation about this. Uh, Seth Jones stated his situation to the organization. The organization is in a place now where they're going to move him. And here we are on draft night when Yarmo does his big trades. And he doesn't sit quietly. Uh, we'll see now who's in play because... It sounded like that 32 overall pick went to the 12, so that means they have 5 and 12. Uh, that's what we're getting on Twitter. Nothing's official. You just heard that from Rick. Uh, they have to be cautious until the calls are made, and it is official. But it, it kicks off an exciting evening here in Columbus. Here we are at the end of July. Uh, last night, or two nights ago, was the expansion draft, which was fun for the whole league. There was freezes on for trades, and now the Blue Jackets are being active, looking to the future, looking to build this back up to the team we want to see on the ice. So, big night here. Hockey is back, and the Blue Jackets have made the biggest bang, and we've still yet to see the draft start. It is going to get even more exciting, because from a trade perspective, Seth Jones, he probably won A. There's another big name. 
possibly being moved, and that's Jack Eichel. The Buffalo Sabres are talking about a potential deal with a number of teams, although they have been reluctant to this point to allow the teams like the New York Rangers, like the Minnesota Wild, like the Los Angeles Kings, the opportunity to check out his medical records. But today I was told... Oh, there by it is. who? There it is. Oh, I'm not going to give Rimmer's up my source. Come on, Rimmer. I'm not giving up my source. Hey, you never give up your sources. <laughs> but I will tell you that Jack Eichel has let it be known he's been working out. I don't know if he's been on skates, but he's been working out and he's feeling better. Now, does this mean he'll avoid surgery and it might be a little bit easier for Buffalo to trade him? We'll see. And how about the big deal? Ekman Larson going to Vancouver along with Garland, a great young yeah. player for a package from Vancouver. And I'll tell you what. It looked like a bunch of money just being moved. Yeah, exactly. Carolina, There's not a lot of players that are going to be uh, impact players down there in Arizona. Money kept each way. So these transactions with a flat cap, organizations in different places that have internal caps, uh, they're not doing much as far as progressing their organizations. But Vancouver, what a home run for them, I think, picking up Ekman Larson. Yeah, Ekman Larson, a fantastic defenseman. I think it was time for him. Sometimes certain players get to a point where they just need to be moved to really, like, take that next step in their career. And, it's, you know, he's 30 years old, so he'll get plenty of great years coming. Yeah, and, and he's an elite defenseman. And, you know, we know here in Columbus, the defenseman. I mean, if you talk about the center ice, the goaltender, but when you work from the goaltender out, those elite defensemen are hard to find, and the Blue Jackets are back in the market for one, it looks like. So this is uh, the late-breaking news desk. We'll turn <laughs> it now back to the host. Here's Bob McElligot. You're on. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Nobody does it like Rimmer. Nobody breaks news like Rimmer. Sometimes it's even true. The Rimmer's <laughs> rumor. Nasher, what do you think? Adam Boquist, a couple of first-round picks. Do you like what they did here? I do. I, I like that trade, uh, especially for that first-round pick. I mean, you got to look Cole Cylinders around that 12 spot in the draft. Uh, obviously, his dad played here for the Jackets, so getting him in the lineup wouldn't be too shabby if he falls to 12. You ever? Uh, did you ever do any gaming with Adam Boquist? I have not. Because no. I know you've done it with some guys in the league, so I'm just checking. Yep, I had the chance to play with you know Kirby Doc. Uh, yeah. Would have been nice to get him, but uh, we'll take Boquist. Yeah, you should have talked to these guys. I, get somebody you played with before. I don't have the insides yet. I think this is my big opportunity. At some point, we will get there. But, All right, uh, Hockey Night in Columbus here, Nationwide Arena. It's being brought to you by Pepsi Zero Sugar. Coming up next, we're going to get some of the current Blue Jackets up here, and Jody Shelley and Jean-Luc Grandpierre. We'll talk with them as we continue on 97.1 The Fan. Let's go back to Nationwide Arena for Hockey Night in Columbus. Presented by Pepsi Zero. That's what I like. It's time to get the player's perspective on your home for Blue Jackets hockey. 97.1 The Fan. for the 2021 NHL Draft. The show brought to you by Pepsi Zero Sugar tonight. And right now, let's send it to Jody Shelley and Jean-Luc Grandpierre who are standing by with Cam Atkinson, Oliver Bjorkstrand, and Jack Roslevic. Back in the building. My mic's not on. Your mic's not on. Check, 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 check. I check. don't think your mic works again. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, welcome. Nice to see a, a crowd in this building finally. So welcome back, everyone. We're back. Oh, there you go. All right. 
Cam Atkinson, Oliver Bjorkstrand, and Jack Roslevic. It is the end of July. You guys are in Columbus, and we got you here. And Cam, I'm going to start with you. Look at the fans inside Nationwide uh, Arena here tonight watching you guys, a part of the draft. Can you feel the excitement down here? I can feel the energy, that's for sure. What's that? I can feel the energy. The energy's in the building. Not like uh, a playoff game, but here we are. This is really good, isn't it? Yeah, it's good to see everyone. It's been a long time coming. Uh, you know, a pretty, pretty crazy year, but it's good to see everyone in the, in the building. All right, so, you know, we see all these trades, and we see the draft picks, and guys getting traded. What's, for, what's it like for a guy like you who's on the roster? Is it refresh Twitter all day? Are you kind of anxious to see what's going on around the league, and especially with the Columbus Blue Jackets? Yeah, I mean, personally, I'm, I have two kids that are running around, so it's hard to get on social media, but I was signing some autographs up there, and I just found out about Seth Jones. Uh, so it's it's crazy how fast you you find out information through social media. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like we have trust in Yarmo and in management to do all the right things for our organization to make us better. So what's the feeling when you see Seth Jones get that uh, get traded like that as a former teammate of his now? Um, you know, I I, uh, I guess I have mixed emotions right now. Uh, he's a good buddy of mine. And, uh, you know, I, I don't even know who we're bringing back for him, but uh, wish him nothing but the best. Uh, and hopefully we brought some good, some good players in return. And he's buying dinner next time you see him. <laughs> yeah, once or twice. <laughs> 2021 draft happening in about half hour or so. Cam, let's go back huh. 13 years. 2008, is that correct? That's correct. Oh, boy. Yes. NHL draft. And you get picked by the Columbus Blue Jackets. Talk to us about that moment and where were you? Were you at the draft? Were you home? How did it go? Well, I didn't get drafted my, my first year of eligibility, so uh, that was pretty devastating. But uh, second year, the, the draft came uh, around, and, you know, first through fifth round went, went cruising by, and I have five brothers, and um, I, I, as soon as the sixth round came, came, uh, came about, I went outside because I, I thought I was going to get passed over again, and sure enough, the internet must have been working a little bit quicker upstairs because <laughs> two of my older brothers came screaming and, you know, running down the stairs, saying he got drafted to Columbus, and then my two younger brothers downstairs said the same thing, and then we're, we were all like, where is Columbus, because I've never even heard of it. Uh, but yeah, it was a lot of uh, excitement, hugs, and uh, had a good time that night. And you know, like I've told everyone, Columbus is home for me. Right. So you didn't get a chance to see your name on TV. You were walking outside with the dog moping. Yeah, I was. I did not get the chance to see my name. Uh, you know, I don't even know if they had color TV back in 2008. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, Jody. Oliver. Good to see you, man. How is the summer going for you? Pretty good so far. Um, not too much going on, but uh, it's been great. So why are you hanging out in Columbus? I know you have the option in Minnesota. You've trained in Brooklyn in the offseason. Uh, what's kept you here for the offseason? Uh, Columbus is uh, becoming more and more like home here. Uh, my fiance is from Cleveland, Ohio, so that's close as well. And uh, obviously the city's nice. I like it here, so uh, it's a good time to be here. You got a boat up on Lake Erie yet? You up there fishing any walleye? I haven't been in the water yet, no. <laughs> no? No, I'm staying away. <laughs> boy. So what do you do? Do you play any golf in your offseason, or what's your hobbies besides just uh, working not, out? Not too much. Uh, I don't know. I don't play too much golf, to be honest. Um, I bought a house here in Columbus, so uh, a lot of my uh, day has been gone with that. So, uh, yeah, it's more work than anticipated. Lots of, lots of things to do. When you see the draft, the draft night for you, uh, what, what comes to your mind quickly as 
you know, these young players are getting ready to, to, they don't know what their future is, but organizations are excited to get them. What's it like for a player in the situation tonight in anticipation? Uh, I think you're just excited about, uh, you know, hopefully getting drafted, uh, being a part of an organization and knowing that a team's going to watch you for years to come, uh, you know, and it, it's just your first step in towards uh, hopefully making it to the NHL. So um, it's a big step. There's a picture of you. Yeah. See, look at the, that little baby face. <laughs> wow. Yeah. wow. That looks good. Like <laughs> All right. Last but not least, uh, from Columbus, wait, Powell or Columbus? From Columbus, Ohio, Jack Roslovic, welcome home. So, Jack, for you, it's 2015, and uh, you didn't have to wait as, as long as these two or me or Jody, obviously, but... I'm still waiting. <laughs> you're still waiting. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the preparation before the draft and that whole day. How did it fold out? Uh, it was pretty amazing. I mean, we had a nice house in the South Beach that we rented, and it was uh, it was a day of family and friends. I think we uh, we took a fishing charter out, and I have told the story before. Uh, I got very sick, and went back to the house, recouped a little bit, got my suit on, we'll head over to the rink, and you know it was just a great family event, and we had a we had a good time. And like you said, I had to wait a little bit, but not too long. Jody, you hear that? When you're a high prospect. First round, you get a house in South Beach, yeah. going charter, and then when you're not a prospect but a suspect like Jody and I, <laughs> you're staying at the Motel 8, right, and watching it on TV. That's, That's how it right. works, right? <laughs> or you're outside <laughs> doing chores or something else, I guess. But, uh, I have a question for all three of you guys quickly. Just, um, you know, it, it, you get drafted, and like Oliver said, it's the start of the journey. But when you look back now, uh, there's a lot that goes into it from draft day until the time you play your first National Hockey League game. What advice would you give a young Cam Atkinson, Oliver Bjorkstra, and Jack Rosselbeck looking at this right now? I would say, you know, I, I always, my claim to fame is I went third overall in the sixth round. Um, you know, I knew that I was going to Boston College. You know, hockey, you never know if it's going to work out or not, but, uh, you know, just follow your dreams and, and don't let anyone tell you what you can and cannot do. And, if you want something bad enough, go out there and get it, no matter if you're a first-round draft pick like this little prima donna Jack Rosenick over here <laughs> or a six-round pick like me. But um, like I said, if you want it and you're determined, you can do it. Oliver? Yeah, just, uh, I don't know, for myself, I feel like uh, uh, during the day I was a little disappointed that I dropped in the draft. Um, but as the years go on, you just realize that it's just the beginning and, um, you know, you just got to keep working and you're going to pass other guys that got drafted higher than you. So, um, yeah, just keep working. All right, Jack, we're going to finish this up with you. A little advice for the little Jack Rosselvicks out at the Dublin and, and oh. Easton and out of Chiller North. Yeah, just keep on doing what you're doing. I mean, work hard every day, have fun, and, uh, you know, don't don't be uh, too worried and wrapped up about what's going on. Just, you know, be in your own world and uh, really work hard. All right, Jack Rosselvick, Oliver Bjorkstrand, Cam Atkinson, thanks for your time. How about a round of applause for these guys appearing here tonight? Bob? Then Asher, back to you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Jody. Appreciate it. Who's got the best power ranking over there? Uh, I've had the chance to actually skate with a couple of those guys over there, Jack and Cam. Uh, listen, Jack out on the roller hockey rink is something special. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Coming up next, uh, we've got a good feature that's going to come your way, and we're going to talk more about what's going on tonight as we get ready. 
for the first round of the National Hockey League draft. It is Hockey Night in Columbus. It's presented by Pepsi Zero Sugar here on 97.1 The Fan. Let's go back to Nationwide Arena for Hockey Night in Columbus. Presented by Pepsi Zero. That's what I like. It's time to get the player's perspective on your home for Blue Jackets hockey. 97.1 The Fan. Traded to the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, not good news, but the Blue Jackets now moving on. They're going to get some new players in the fold tonight. A lot of the names of guys that are going to go in this first round have been talked about a lot recently. Some names haven't been talked about as much. Here to tell you about one of those guys is our very own Dylan Tyre. U.S. National Team Development Program's headquarters in Plymouth, Michigan. I know most of you are thinking we don't give a damn about that state. But I'm here because one of Ohio's own has a chance to etch his name in the history books in just a little bit at the NHL draft. Development program forward and Strongsville native Dylan Duke could become the first Ohioan selected in the first round since current Blue Jacket Jack Roslovic was taken 25th overall by Winnipeg in 2015. In all, 10 Ohioans skated in NHL games last season, and just like them, Dylan got his start playing in youth leagues across the state. Everything that we got to experience in Ohio with Ohio hockey was unbelievable, and we built a lot of great friendships and stuff like that, so I'm really happy for my time that I got to play in Ohio. A rugged forward who impressed at the recent U18 World Championship, Duke is currently projected to go anywhere from the first to third round. And while being an Ohioan in the NHL is rare enough, Duke's specific connections to the Blue Jackets prove how tight-knit the hockey world really is. Most recently, Dylan was coached by former Blue Jackets assistant Dan Hynote during his 2019-2020 U-17 season. But the CBJ ties go much deeper than that. Dylan comes from a hockey family as his dad Steve played professionally for four years, spending his rookie season with the ECHL's Johnstown Chiefs. There, he was teammates with Jody Shelley. You know, on the ice, I just remember his face. He, he just, he was always had like this mean look on his face on the ice, like he wanted to kill somebody. Um, and then afterwards, you know, either in the locker room or on the bus or at the apartments that we used to hang out, he was just like a big teddy bear. And Dylan's mom, Sharon, has her own special memory of the former Blue Jackets enforcer. So I was um, teaching in Brexville, Ohio, so it was about a three hour drive to Johnstown. And we had just bought a dog that year. And so the dog was at, in Johnstown. Jody Shelley happened to be hurt, so he wasn't on the road trip, so he was taking care of our dog. So I got there Friday night. Well, Steve forgot to tell Jody that I was coming Friday. So when I got to the apartment, you know, I let the dog out, took care of the dog, put the deadbolt on the apartment door, and two hours later, somebody's breaking the deadbolt down on the door, and I see this long-haired guy coming in, and it was Jody Shelley busting through the apartment door. And beyond playing with Jody, a familiar voice broadcast Steve's season with the Chiefs. It was Blue Jackets radio play-by-play -play man, Bob McElligot. He was a young guy, like back back in the back in the day, um, and again, it just seemed like we were all young uh, back in 1998, uh, you know, during that era. But uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I, you hear his voice uh, now on the radio, and, and he, it, you know, it's the same voice than it was, you know, 20, 23, 24 years ago. Steve also briefly crossed paths with Blue Jackets director of player personnel and Cleveland Monsters general manager Chris Clark during a two-game AHL call-up that same rookie season. While the CBJ connections run deep, hockey in the Duke family doesn't stop at Dylan and Steve. 
Brother Tyler will be a draft-eligible defenseman next summer, and early projections have him as a possible first-round talent, too. Though Tyler is a year younger, he and Dylan have been on the same team as long as they can remember, and he says Dylan's chance to be drafted is special. Obviously, uh, we've been together uh, our whole way here. Um, like we've been, we've had each other's backs the whole time, and uh, just to see him, uh, you know, accomplish the things he has this past year and to, uh, to hopefully get drafted here soon, uh, I want to be super uh, proud of him, and uh, I'm really excited for him. As the only forward in the family, Dylan is lauded for his two-way game, tenacity on the puck, and presence in front of the net. And it's a style that both Tyler and Steve say Dylan's had to develop on his own. Uh, I think there's some similarities. I think we're uh, we're both really skilled, and uh, we're kind of naturally gifted with that. But um, obviously, we uh, kind of took our own paths as, as I'm a defenseman and he's a forward. So um, definitely a couple similarities, but we, we like to play our own game and, and develop our own game. You know, ever since he was a kid, he just had you know a lot of like a lot of speed and a lot of energy and. Uh, his skill level was was really high, so uh, he started out as a forward, and uh, you know he's, he just kind of stuck with it uh, all these years. So uh, yeah, he's uh, he, he's a pretty determined kid. He he works really really hard out there. He's focused, and uh, you know he, he he loves the game. He's always loved the game since he was a little kid. Dylan is committed to play collegiately at the University of Michigan, which will be a key step in his development following the draft. He'll play with a plethora of other top prospects, four of which are projected to be drafted in the top ten this year alone. It's definitely going to be super special. I mean, those guys, um, you know, they could probably step in the NHL and play next year. So, um, you know, to be on, to be able to play on the same team as them and to learn from them on a daily basis, I think it's going to be unbelievable experience and a huge step in my development. Being a first-round pick would be extremely special, but no matter where he's selected, Dylan is eager to become part of the brotherhood of Ohioans in the NHL. Yeah, definitely. I take a lot of pride in it, and obviously, you know, Jack Lasovic's a great player, and, you know, I watched him a lot this year, so, um, you know, wherever I were to be drafted, uh, I think it would be, you know, I take a lot of pride in it, and something that, you know, being an Ohio native, I think, you know, I would hope that kids see that and, you know, kind of help them uh, and push them to want to be uh, drafted to the NHL one day, too. Now, the Blue Jackets have never drafted an Ohio native in the first round, and gritty two-way forwards are always of value. So depending on how things shake out, it's certainly fair to say Dylan could be in play when the Blue Jackets find themselves on the clock. Bob, back to you. All right, that was a great look at Dylan Duke and Dylan Tyre, who did that feature, is with us here right now. And uh, Jody Shelley, you've been breaking down doors your whole career, apparently. <laughs> well, I don't really remember. I remember taking care of the dog, but I don't remember breaking down the door. But Steve Duke, it's amazing. What a great guy. You know, hockey is such a fabulous community, and it's a small community. And, and right there is an example. I played with him 22 years ago. You were the radio announcer. You used to have a mustache back then. <laughs> and, uh, you know, here he is uh, up for the draft here and, and uh, an exciting time in their family. But it was great to hear that story. Yeah. Nice job, Dylan. Thank you. I appreciate it. A lot of props got to go to our video producer, Donnie DiCaprio. Yeah. He helped me a lot with that, did a great job. But it was really, really fun to do. We Drove on up to, to meet the Duke family and learn about their story, and what a great story it was. So many odd connections to the Blue Jackets. Yes. I mean, you talk about how small a world the hockey world is. Uh, I mean, this story really exemplifies Really that. a great job by you to, to, to pull those out. Well done. Thank you. And it just uh, really goes to the point of this year, you know, there's a lot of players that could get drafted here that are sons of former hockey it's, players at different levels. 
And I can't, I mean, obviously the pedigree is one thing, but the lifestyle, you know, maybe the opportunities, uh, more of a focus in these families, but it's such a great thing to see. And you talk about Owens, uh, or Cole Sillinger. Uh, he was born here in Columbus. Mike Sillinger played on 12 teams. He's got the record for most teams played on the National Hockey League. I just talked to him a minute ago. He's so excited for Cole, uh, for, uh, Cole to get drafted. So you're right. The Lent, Brian Boucher's son, Tyler, is going to be later in the draft. There's, there's a number of players, and... Uh, you know, it's a, it's a nice night. Organizations are excited because they're bringing young individuals into their organization, into their family, into their fan base on a night like this. And uh, for the Blue Jackets, uh, it's an exciting time. And, Dylan, when you were doing that, what kind of a vibe did you get from, you know, Steve? He's got one, not, as you said, not just one, but two kids that could wind up playing professional hockey, maybe in the NHL, and be number one picks. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really, really cool. Obviously, Dylan's a forward. We talked about it in the story a little bit, but Steve was a defenseman. His younger brother, Tyler's a defenseman. Those guys have played together their entire lives, and they could be first-round picks a year apart. I mean, how often do you see that? It's so cool. It's wild, and there's another Hughes on the board tonight. Yep. You know, the, the, the other two brothers are playing in the National Hockey League. Uh, top picks they didn't have to sit in their seats very long one was a number one one was seventh i think overall uh so we'll see what happens tonight and, and uh you see these families it just kind of blows your mind that they can put out that many national hockey league players yeah and for us it's a long way from the cambria county war memorial yeah it, it is but look at us bob we're still on nationwide uh nationwide arena ice so here we are having a great time here tonight <laughs> as the blue jackets well, prepare for the first of round war. of the 2021 nhl draft there. The War Room, those that are in the building here tonight, we got the War Room up in the corner here on the, uh, on the board, and that is where the Blue Jackets staff is getting ready for what they're going to do in the first round. We're going to hear from Blue Jackets head coach Brad Larson as Hockey Night in Columbus presented by Pepsi Zero Sugar continues on 97.1 The Fan. Let's go back to Nationwide Arena for Hockey Night in Columbus. Presented by Pepsi Zero. That's what I like. It's time to get the player's perspective on your home for Blue Jackets hockey. 97.1 The Fan. Sugar, I'm Bob McElligot. Nasher is back here with me. And ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the new head coach of your Columbus Blue Jackets, Brad Larson. All right, Brad, you're back there. I don't, were you in the war room before when you were an assistant coach? Have you no, been in on that? No, there's none of that. And, and most of these conversations, you just stay silent because they're the ones doing the work. They watch all these kids all year, and, and we're really focused on what we're doing. So how are you feeling uh, going into this thing? Obviously, you have the chance to coach these new guys coming into the league. Um, you know, what are you going to do for them, and what do you kind of expect from this draft? Well, having the opportunity to draft three in the first round, that's exciting. Um, you know, what our job is to develop these kids, turn them into uh, longtime Blue Jacket players, and, and that's exciting for us. It's a tough day because Seth Jones gets dealt to the Chicago Blackhawks, uh, even though we've known that for so long, to actually have it hit home for a guy that's worked with him for a long time uh, with this organization. How tough is that to take? It's always tough. You, you build relationships with these guys. Uh, Seth Jones, quality human being, first and foremost, uh, tremendous player. Uh, decisions have to get made. This is the business we're in, and, and um, you know, Seth is gone, but we're excited what we got in return here with Bolquest and the picks, and we'll see how it turns out. How is it working, um, you know, with these young players? You're bringing them into the organization. They're, you know, hopefully getting involved rather quickly. Uh, what's that look like behind the scenes in the locker room? What are you doing with them? 
how are you bringing them along with this this journey? Yeah, good question. It's it's a very collaborative kind of group effort with these young guys. It's not just me. It's everybody. It's all the coaches. It's his teammates. Um, you know, it's exciting when you when you you see these young guys coming in and the dream of the NHL is right there, uh, especially their first camp. Everything's exciting. It's new. It's fresh. Um, you see the enthusiasm. You see the nerves. So. Uh, I think as an organization to get this kind of talent and you get three opportunities in the first round it's it's going to be it's a privilege to have that that much talent there it's going to be exciting for all of us all right this is all great but when you were hired we went over this whole what's your message of the team and all the what kind of camp you want to have I don't want to do any of that with you anymore I want to ask you this how has your life changed since you've gone from assistant coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets to the head coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets more of this more of this. A lot more of this, yes. <laughs> like, I, do, do more people recognize you around town, or, or, or are they more apt to talk to you around town by any chance? Yeah, it, it's happened. Yeah, I think uh, people have been very respectful um, and, and very encouraging. It's been great. But, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm a pretty simple guy. I don't think I'm going to change a lot, but it's been definitely more phone calls, more media, that type of stuff. That's the biggest change. What about for your family? Maybe that's the real question. Are, are your kids bigger celebrities now that you're the head coach? Oh, I don't know. Celebrities is... <laughs> a real tough term i think for us oh no it's uh, it's yeah. easy no they uh they've noticed a little bit of a difference just from people coming yeah. up that's about it right well uh we appreciate you coming out and talking with us it is great it is always great to see you i'm glad you could get in front of the people back yeah. here at nationwide arena for the first time in a long time and uh we'll let you get uh, back to work and sitting there being quiet listening to so, what everybody else has to say and by the end of the night We'll find out some of uh, the players you're going to be helping to become stars in this league in the the next couple of years. That's it. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Brad. Brad Larson, the head coach of the Blue Jackets, joining us here at Nationwide Arena. Thank you. So now we're going to find out if there are any other tidbits out there, anything else going on, and nobody can do that like Jeff Rimmer and Jody Shelley. And thank you, Bob. Uh, Yes, uh, still waiting for official confirmation of the trade. But uh, reportedly, Adam Boakvist and two first-round picks, one this year. The Jackets will have, as we sit here right now, still three, but they're giving up that 32nd and final pick in the trade they acquired from Tampa, the Stanley Cup champions, for David Savard, but now move up to number 12 officially. But really, Arizona vacated that number 11 spot, so it's the 11th pick, and the Blue Jackets will pick up a quality player as well now they also pick up a second round pick and they have reportedly already traded that pick to carolina for the defenseman bean so jody the blue jackets continue to work here in an effort to improve this hockey club yeah that's great jake bean was a young player in carolina they thought he was going to get picked up in the expansion draft by seattle that's not the case so you get a nice defenseman back here in columbus you know uh it's, uh, it's great. I mean, they're trying to make the moves they can with the picks they have to improve this team. They're going to do that. They always have. That's the M.O. with Yarmo and his team. So uh, that's, that's fun. I mean, and, and we're just minutes away from the draft starting. Who knows who they're going to get? Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's fun. It's fun to see you get all excited about these scoops too, Rimmer. <laughs> huh? Hey, how about the second first-round pick that they're going to pick up here next year in the trade for Seth Jones. And next year, as has been reported by the so-called scouts around, 
is a better draft than what we have this year. Yeah, that's what they're saying. But I'm still I'm bullish on this draft. I think there's a lot of kids that haven't played a lot of hockey. There's not a lot of players that have watched them, people that have watched them. So who knows who you're going to get. The scouts will know. It should be a fun night. Bob, back to you. It's just about to begin, and we'll hear it very early on in the draft coverage nationally, the Blue Jackets and a blockbuster trade with Chicago. All right, Jeff. <laughs> thank you very much. Jeff Rimmer, Jody Shelley with us. Uh, also like to thank Jean-Luc Grandpierre, Oliver Bjorkstrand, Cam Atkinson, Jack Roslevic. And what do you think of my co-host Nasher here tonight? Let's do it again. What do you think of Nasher tonight? I thought you did a great job. I'll tell you what. See, I was waiting to see how you did because um, I want to offer you a chance to come back throughout the season. I mean, you know, I work solo. I mean, you want to come in. You want to do some stuff, man. The door is always open for you. Hey, anytime you want me to come on the radio, I could hop on. I could be your Snoop Dogg. I don't know if I'm as entertaining, but I'll hop on there with you, and uh, we'll have a good time for what, sure. What would you like the most about tonight? Uh, I'll tell you what, the surprise of getting to meet my childhood idol, Rick Nash, uh, being here in front of the fans, seeing all the buzz in the building, obviously getting to take pictures and sign autographs and do all that, just seeing the city come alive uh, for hockey. This is a huge opportunity for us, and I appreciate you guys all welcoming me here for this. What, uh, what do you think of the Jake Bean deal? Not a bad deal. Uh, not a bad deal. I feel like Yarmo continues to make good move after good move. Um, you know, lots of things down the pipeline. I'm sure we'll see some more trades tonight and even, you know, into the free agency period. So lots of good stuff. Lots of good stuff indeed as the uh, Blue Jackets get set to move uh, ahead. Seth Jones is gone. Jake Bean comes in and trade with the Carolina Hurricanes. I think, that is a, I think that's a good move for the Blue Jackets. So uh, we look forward to a lot of good things happening here with the Blue Jackets in actually the next couple of minutes because the NHL draft is about to get underway. Hey, if you're listening to the show at 97.1 The Fan, you're out there driving around Nationwide Arena. is wide open. Come and join us here for the first round of the National Hockey League draft. And the Blue Jackets, they've got three picks in the first round of this draft. So once again, thanks for listening to Hockey Night in Columbus, presented by Pepsi Zero Sugar here on 97.1 The Fan.